Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Wildlife officials in the state of Colorado are appealing for help in finding one animal that may be in distress. The bull elk was spotted on a trail cam again and was reported to the Colorado Division of Parks and Wildlife after having first been seen on a different camera months ago. Its problem, the elk has a tire stuck around its neck and the animal's antlers are now larger than the tire so there's no way it can get the darn thing off on its own. Wildlife officials say they're not really even sure how the elk got the tire around its neck in the first place and ask anyone who spots it to let them know so they can find it and render aid. When asked by a reporter if it was a good year, the DNR official responded, well, not for the elk. (laughs) And that's how we're starting off this Wednesday morning. It's like a game at the county fair, isn't it, Cliff? Oh, you think so? Ring the deer was a good year? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I want to welcome one and all to the Morning Road Show. And coming soon to this program, we're coming out with a scratch and sniff version and oh, that, we are. Yes. I think that'll be pretty good, Cliff. It'll be fun. You know, yesterday we were talking about parts of this, you know, program yeah. are cleaned and disinfected, but only just certain parts. Yeah. <laughs> just the certain parts. scratch and sniff version might be a little... We'll know which parts then, won't we? Well, <laughs> it's Morgan Wallen with Chase and you here on the Morning Road Show. It seems a little early for that much exercise, though, Cliff, to be honest with you. <laughs> When it, when would it not be too early for that level of exercise? And for me, yeah, uh, there is no time. I'm a little bit, say. I'm a little bit winded just listening to that song. To be honest with you, <laughs> well, Cliff, since you're the Sheldon Cooper of radio, perhaps you can answer this question. Going back to Morgan Walden's chasing you, okay? Can you um, tell a person you're chasing at some point or another they need to slow down? You're getting winded. <laughs> I don't believe that's how that works. That doesn't work that way. <laughs> Can you take a water break or a Mountain Dew break or something like well, that? I don't know what the rules someone, there are. Well, I mean, once you break off the chase, whether that be to, you know, to have a smoke or get a sip of Mountain Dew, chase is pretty well over at that point. So if you're chasing after somebody, the smoke breaks are out? Yeah, smoke breaks are out. And I'm in trouble. All right. This is a story that, uh, well, everyone's laughing about now, but you can imagine the fright felt by country music star Kane Brown on a recent evening. Turns out dude set off to explore property he now owns in rural Tennessee, property his house sits on. He had apparently not ventured all that far off the driveway since moving in, which is understandable considering the recent birth of his daughter, spending more time with her. But Friday, he told his wife he'd be back in 30 and went to explore the 30 forested acres he owns with a friend or two. Three hours later and in total darkness, they were completely lost. (laughs) 26-year-old Brand realized he had left his phone at home at the worst possible time, and they tried to use the GPS on his friend's phone until its battery died. They were fortunate enough to run across musician Ryan Upchurch, who lives nearby, and they all promptly got lost together. Eventually, Kane Brown had to enlist the aid of police and was rescued after being lost on his own property. Now, there's more than one way to tell a story, of course, and the reality is that his land is remote, rocky, and literally miles from anywhere, backing up against some 3,000 acres of property that's equally so. That didn't stop some headline writers, though, as saying that 
Kane Brown got lost in his own backyard. <laughs> you know, Cliff, it would be nice to have that much money that uh, you right. could get lost in your own backyard. <laughs> well, good radio right now, Cliff, demands. I mean, demands. Yes. <laughs> demands yeah. that we play yes. a Kane Brown song. So yes. I thought we'd play a little Frank Sinatra Blue Eyes, if you don't mind. <laughs> sure, go ahead. Why not? Well, sorry about that. I got lost in our musical library and actually played a little Kane Brown and cool again. <laughs> so by accident, you actually did create good radio. Yes, I did, Cliff. Mark that down on the calendar. It's taken okay. this long, but it's August the 12th, 2020. And this is the year for it, Cliff. If if it's ever going to happen, something weird and, you know, strange, yeah. this is the year for that yep. to happen. We'd made good radio. One time. <laughs> One time. <laughs> well, Cliff, I read this morning, Yeah. and maybe you can um, throw in your two cents here, that uh, okay. job applicants who drink alcohol are perceived as less intelligent and less hireable by, by employers. <laughs> No, I'm well, not making um, that up. It's true. That's what they say. So if you if is it like people who show up drinking during the job interview? Yeah, I could see that would see how that would work. Even if you're not uh, working, you're okay. just at home. They perceive you as being less intelligent and uh, don't want to hire you. Really? And I bring this up, Cliff, because uh, yeah. well, I've been mm. working on my resume. Uh, why would you do that? Well, you never know with this year 2020 what could happen next and pop up well, in front is, of you. That, that's true, yeah. And you've got to be you know, prepared at all times. And I'm yeah. going to ask you, Yeah. so should I delete the drinking accomplishments section of my resume, Cliff? <laughs> yeah, you... Things that I've accomplished while drunk? <laughs> Things I've accomplished while drunk. Yeah, that tall section's got to go. you got to clear that out. Well, I'm down to one page then, Cliff. That doesn't look good on my resume. <laughs> so you're saying get rid of it just yeah, to be safe. Yeah. No, no, not just to be safe. Just get rid of it. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I will put on there, though, that one time yeah. I created good radio. <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing. Yes. Do that. Yes. I'm asking this morning, Cliff, for our wonderful 11 yeah. listeners to be very careful. Very careful. Okay. When you send in a text message to the Morning Road Show. Our easy-to-remember number, of course, by text is 812-682-0520. Yes. I asked that, Cliff, because I'm a very curious, curious person. <laughs> You're in inquisitive, I guess you might say. That would be a better way to say it. Yeah. That, curious, whatever you want to go with. And yeah. that has led me, yeah. my inquisitiveness this morning, Cliff, yeah. To sit here and look up the storyline of Captain Underpants. <laughs> now, I didn't think I would be doing that this you, morning when I got up at 3.15. You, you probably didn't even know there was such a thing as Captain Underpants. I had no idea that there was a, <laughs> that there was anything related to Underpants that had Captain in front of it. Well. And now there certainly I, is. There, yes. Yes. D did you know this? I I knew of Captain Underpants, but I did not know it had been made into a movie. It's it's. <laughs> there's like twelve books of it too. Oh yeah. See, I thought it was. Uh, I I just thought it was books. I, and I it's been banned in a lot of places. They've banned Captain really? and uh, Captain. Why would they do that? Oh, they don't like the. Um, they, they don't do like some some a movie about some dude in his drawers. I'm just, 
I first became aware of Captain Underpants uh, right about the year 1999, actually. 1999? <laughs> yeah, it's that old. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, Cliff, so I don't waste yeah. a lot of time and we can yeah. continue to, since we've done it once, produce yeah. good radio. Be <laughs> careful what you send in because I'll get distracted easily. <laughs> Look, looking up, what goes on with Captain Underpants? <laughs> Sergeant Speedo. I'm not doing that, oh, Cliff. No. <laughs> I know that's not true. I'm not <laughs> even going to be curious so, about that. So, I'm, but, but now I'm like, okay, I got to know. Maybe I'll have to look it up. Did Sergeant Speedo serve under Captain Underpants? <laughs> 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 We'd, we've heard about this type of story before more than once in recent days. People determined to be out and about at, say, the beach. And authorities trying to send them home to avoid the pandemic. But with this twist, officials in New Jersey may have actually come up with the best way to get people to stop congregating along the shore. And while, yes, it is technically legal to get out and about in New Jersey, in reality, it might be best not to do so, especially after the warning issued yesterday by the Department of Environmental Protection, who must be fans of the Morning Roadshow Department of Just in Time for Breakfast. That agency placed five beaches on the Jersey Shore under swimming advisories after water samples showed high levels of fecal bacteria. Now, I've never been to the ocean there, but I have figured that on the Jersey Shore, the poop could be the least of your worries. Cliff, Cliff, Cliff. <laughs> yes? You always have to get two in somehow during the show. <laughs> Of all the stories you could have come up with this morning. Well, like what? I don't know. What I'm not you... the one looking for the stories. What would you have me do besides a story about fecal bacteria at the beach? I could have done one on Captain Underpants. <laughs> You've already done one on Captain Underpants. I absolutely love this, Cliff. I mean, love What's this. That? What are you talking about? Well, I mentioned we had a phone call that we got a voice message that was left. And yeah. now some of our wonderful listeners are texting in with yeah. who their guess is, the person is that is called <laughs> in. I saw I saw a couple of those. I was like scrolling through some other you know news websites, and I, and I happened to go by the text screen, and I'm like, are they trying to guess who that call is from? They're trying to guess. I love that, Cliff. And unfortunately, <laughs> the guesses have all been wrong. Oh, they have. Yes, uh, because here's who we have this morning. Okay. Good morning. Cliff, next Montwell checking in. Well, you guys was talking about uh, Captain Underpants and Sergeant Speedo. Ziggy Stardust, didn't he sing a song about uh, Major Thong? <laughs> I think that was a movie, Cliff, with Jamie Foxx. <laughs> Major Thong? <laughs> I think that's what it was, yes. Isn't that not correct? I'm not very good with movies. Well, I'm... Uh... I've never heard of a movie with Major Thong in the title. Well, it was Major something. I don't remember what it wasn't Major Thong. Oh. The only Major Thong that I've ever heard about would be whatever Nick from Otwell wears, because that's a lot of backside to get fabric around. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cliff, before we go to the phone lines, that's a little yeah. disheartening on our text messaging service there that one of our <laughs> listeners is saying that the other listeners are going to be losers this time. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing for us to say that people are losers because it takes one to know one. Right. <laughs> but that's pretty bold for someone to come out and say, 
whoever you're going to get on the phone is a loser. Yes, that our streak <laughs> is going to end right now. Yeah, then he, and then he went one step further. <laughs> your streak ends in your underwear when you run out of material. Yes, that's 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 a bit much, Cliff. For that's this. right. Which is, by the way, a number two on the just in time for breakfast rating system. Well, Cliff, let's go to the phone line. Let's see okay. who our next winner is. All right. Hi, who's this? Brandon Will, Evansville. Okay. All right, Brandon Will from Evansville. I'm going to read you three statements about laws throughout the country. You tell me which one I just made up and is a total lie, okay? Okay. Number one, exploding an atomic bomb in Chico, California is punishable by a $500 fine. Number two, in Des Moines, Iowa, teachers can't be seen in cars after dark. Or number three, Brandon... In Paulding, Ohio, it's illegal for a policeman to bite a dog. Let's go with the last one. It's illegal for a policeman to bite a dog in Paulding, yes. Ohio. That's the lie. Is that what you're going with? Yeah. Oh, Brandon, Brandon. That's actually the truth. Oh, no. <laughs> it's number two was the lie about riding around in cars after dark if you're a teacher. I'm sorry you didn't win, Brandon. I've, I I will let you have a second chance if you'd like. Oh, no, really? <laughs> Would you like a second chance? Yeah, it's number two. Well, no, 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 no. Not on the same thing. It's not the same thing. Would you like another chance? Sure. Are you any good, Brandon? Because I want our streak to continue and not have to hear a brand new key. Are you yeah. any good with story problems? Nope. No, no. Do you want to give it a shot anyway? Sure. All right. Well, Brandon, here's our story problem for you. Bob the Butcher owns a butcher shop, and he stands 5 feet 10 inches tall, and Bob wears a size 13 sneaker. What does he weigh? Beef. Boom. You're a winner. Congratulations. Well done. <laughs> well done. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. Although, Cliff, my mind is elsewhere because of the phone calls that have been pouring in here this morning. <laughs> what What on earth could people be calling about today? Lots of complaints about our last winner. The fact that we gave him a second chance? Oh, my. Yeah, we'll get to that later. Might... Let's get this out of the way now, Cliff. Oh, okay. My heart's okay. not even in it now. Okay. All right, here we go. Sleeping on your side. Yeah. Maybe the best way to have, to rid your brain of waste material. Yes. Really? Researchers have found out, Cliff, by looking at images of people's brains, that yeah. there's a pathway, a system that clears waste and other harmful chemical solutions out of your brain. And side sleeping is the yeah. best possible position for you to use to remove the waste most efficiently. So was it like drain out of your ear or what? No, I've never noticed anything. It just kind of <laughs> comes out of there, and that's the way it cleans up best if you're on your side. And, Drains your brain of waste material. Yes, and it's also okay. the most common way that yeah. most humans sleep. This is true. Are you a side sleeper? I, I spend a fair portion of my night on my side, yes. I would think that that would waste some of the, take some of the waste out of your brain. <laughs> Clearly, though, I got plenty of waste Number Resident number two here at Country 98.1. <laughs> But all of that you can take straight to the bank. Well, Cliff, besides the call that I received this morning from a listener yeah. clucking at me like a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> B 
Bet you didn't expect to hear that this morning. I did not expect to hear that this morning, Cliff. <laughs> I didn't expect to hear any clucking this morning, but I did. Yeah. Uh, along with that voice message, we also got this one here. Okay. Okay, we're not going to call him Brian Won't. He's going to be Brian Will from Evansville. <laughs> oh, Boy. from a man named Phil McCracken. Well, you know, when the Irish get their dander up, Cliff, they're, right. they're kind of uh, rough. You don't, you don't want to see that. They're no. kilt in a bunch. So I'm still saying, Cliff, we've got four winners in a row, and let's not get personal with everyone's names yeah. here, okay? Yeah. Well, Cliff, was there anything, anything said today? <laughs> There were a couple of things, and in fact, I wish I had more than three choices because I'd really like to put in some of the comments made about Captain Underpants and Sergeant Speedo and Major Thong. <laughs> I think you just did. <laughs> but alas, there's not enough room, so we'll start right with number three. You don't want to see an Irishman's kilt in a bunch. <laughs> number two. The poop could be the least of your worries. You knew that was coming a couple hours. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, right. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, by accident, you actually created good radio. I'm kind of proud of myself, Cliff. Maybe we can (laughs) stumble into some tomorrow. I was going to say, mark you down for day one after 15 years. Hey, maybe tomorrow, two in a row. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.